Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Mental, like the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the bright race, the Amen race, the mentalists. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nudim Minkares, and this is Mental Like Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing removing filth from your mind. I didn't say from your brain, I said from your mind. Because the way you receive filth in your brain that stores itself within the confines of your brain where you keep constantly thinking about it, it stores itself in there because you first have to receive it mentally. First, before I start, can everybody hear me? I want to make sure I'm coming in clear. Make sure I'm coming in clear. Make sure I'm coming in clear. Just for clear. Everybody put clear, 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 class. All right. Thank you, class. All right. You know, people always want you to believe. They want you to believe that the brain and the mind are the same. They want you to believe the brain and mind are the same. They are not. Because if they were the same, you wouldn't differentiate mind and brain from one another. You see, 
You wouldn't you wouldn't differentiate mind and brain from one another. We know the brain is the physical matter that receives messages that's stored in your head, right? The nerve endings and things like that that store messages that you pull in and rotate these messages around, but that brain has to receive messages. It has to be powered by constant messages, constant transmissions to go into the brain, to make its way into the um, neurotransmitters of the brain. You have to see things, hear things, feel things. All these things make their way as mind current or mind frequency into your brain, right? What you pick up, what you what you pick up in your extrasensory, what you think, the thoughts you receive can be reconfigured and it can be broken down. It can be disseminated and given back to you. And you will process that disseminated information or whatever you see or whatever you hear. You'll process that as real knowledge, real intelligence. You will process that in your brain. Right. Excuse the sirens in the back. You know, this is New York City. They love to make noise here. But anyway, for no reason. But anyway, they these things way before it makes its way to your brain, way before the thoughts make their way to your brain, they are in this third dimensional realm filthy. Way before the thoughts make their way to your brain in this three dimensional realm, they're filthy. Why is it? Because filthy people are programming the messages that you receive every day. Filthy people, dirty people, nasty people, degenerate people are programming the messages that you receive. And therefore, they are filthying up or dirtying up your mind. You know how you know that? I'm going to prove it to you. Whenever somebody comes, notice this, whenever somebody comes that is against the teachings or the philosophies and the theories of the society, right? Whenever somebody comes and they're not they anti-religion, they're anti-science, they're anti-all, like they, be, they, you know, they, they go beyond and, you know, against or beyond that which they teach in the society. What do they call that person who does that, who is influencing other people to look in another direction other than the direction they're trying to lead you in to convince the people uh, to think another way other than the thoughts that they tell you to think in a society, what do they tell they call that person? They say they say either they, they'll say that person's trying to brainwash you. Don't they say that? Don't they say if you come with a different way of thinking and you try to influence people other from what other than the society teaches, they say that you're being brainwashed. That this guy's a brainwash. He's trying to brainwash you. He's trying to do this to your brain, trying to get you to think this way because he's trying to brainwash you. That's a strange term to use. You can only wash something that's dirty. You can only wash something that's been implanted in the mind that's dirty. So if somebody's brainwashing you, that means they're cleaning filth from your brain. And in this society, they tell you that's a bad thing. But what about the people who planted the filth there in the first place? The people who planted it in your mind, which made its way to your brain. What about those people? They don't tell you that those people are the people who are planting filth in your mind, right or wrong. 
Do they say, watch out for those people, don't listen to those people? Be it, if somebody like Anubin Menkares or Elijah Muhammad, if somebody come along and be brainwashing you, as you say, because you so-called black people are trained to think that brainwashing is a bad thing. Just like being clean-shaven, you black males with beards, you think that's a bad thing. Being clean, now the beast got you thinking is a bad thing. Anything relating to cleanliness, y'all think is a bad thing. You know, he brainwashing you. And that means they washing the filth from my brain that was contracted through my mind that I obviously received here in the society. How do they dirty up your brain? What methods do they use, excuse me, to dirty up your mind, excuse me? What methods do they use to dirty up your mind, filthy up your mind, right? What is filth? Filth is something that can't be removed, you know? That's filth. Filth and dirt are not the same thing until it makes a stain. When it makes a stain that cannot be removed from your clothing, any article of clothing, then that is a stain. That's a stain. That becomes filth, right? Tariq Nasheed, he, he put it that way. And, I, and like I said, I give credit where credit is due. See, I didn't think of it that way. I, I, I didn't open my mind to see it that way because my mind was knowing that. But I'm going to take it further than what Tariq Nasheed said. I credited him for that. You see, filth is something you can't get out, a stain. That's filth. Shout out to Tariq Nasheed for saying that, but now I'm going to take it further. See, I, always say, I always acknowledge giving credit where credit is due. I don't take from people. I don't try to claim people, what people say good quotes is my own. I'll admit when I hear a good quote. But anyway, so if you try to remove something that cannot be gotten out of your clothing, out of your carpet, whatever, you know, something that is a stain, that becomes filth. And what happens when you get filth on the things that you cherish, your clothing, whatever, what, you know, carpets, whatever, something that you don't want, you don't, don't want to stain, you try to get it out. Right, you try to you find a solution. Notice that a solution to get it out. They call a lot of cleaning products what solutions. Why? Because a solution is given for a problem. Yes, a solution is given for a problem. Okay. So when you encounter a problem in your life, a problem you cannot remove in your life, it becomes a stain. In your life, it becomes filth in your life because you cannot remove it. It has altered your way of thinking. It has made your way of thinking unhealthy. Okay, like for example, if a woman is violated by a man and she can't get that out of her mind, what does that do? It alters all of her future encounters with men, does it not? She starts to think that all these men are messed up, or they're gonna do it like this, they're gonna do it like that. She starts to group all men into the same thing. Because that one man left a stain on her, or she might have been molested as a child. So she looks at all males or men or whatever, the opposite sex, as evil, dirty, filthy, whatever the case may be. You know, I don't want to deal with them. Some of them even turn to women, right, because that stain is left in their minds. That stain, that experience that they had to go through is left in their minds. That's why I tell you all it's very key that you do not expose your children to filth. Don't expose your children to any forms of filth that is running rampant in this society. Your children are being mentally raped right now, whether you know it or not. The children of the society are being mentally raped, and filth is being left behind in their minds when they are being shown 
homosexual cartoons, when they're given homosexual images, lesbian images, pedophilic images, like what they're putting in your children's mind to implant filth, right? But nobody's saying nothing about this. Nobody's saying this is filth. Why is that? Because the very people that are implanting it are filthy. You and your school system, they teaching your children about LGBT, and they making you think that there's nothing wrong with that. That's filth being planted in their brain because anything that is anti-natural, anti-nature, anything that is sexually degenerate, that's filth that's being implanted in their brain that they're trying to make your children think there's nothing wrong with that. So, of course, the very people that are going to plant filth inside your mind, they're going to tell you, don't listen to somebody who's trying to brainwash the filth that we're putting inside of your mind out. Don't listen to those people. Don't listen to them. They're trying to, they cult leaders. They're going to bring you some culture. they cult leaders. They're going to bring culture to you. Brainwash of the filth we put, put, we put into you, into your mind. They're going to wash it out. You should resist them washing the filth out of your mind. Now tell me that's not backwards. That's exactly what they're saying. You see, that's exactly what they're saying to you. That guy's a cultural leader. You know, he's going to try and put culture back into the culture we took from you. So, therefore, he's a cultural, I mean, cult leader. He's a cult leader. You see, he's going to brainwash you. This is what they put in your mind. You be like, oh, I better watch out for that. I better stay away from that. That's because you don't think about what's being said to you. You don't think about the messages they're putting into your mind that you're processing through your brain. You are processing filth in your mind every day, every day. From the time you were born and you went to school and they started putting the filth into your mind then, educating you. Remember what I told you about education? Educating you, right? To put you around children, right, who maybe, you know, come from homes that are not as, you know, that are not as, um, how I want to say they're not as uh, thorough with raising their children like you may be. They might not be raising their children with any values or morals or anything else. So then they expect you to take your child and put them around children like this, right, in order to filthy up the minds of your children because you send your children out with the best of intentions. You teach your daughters and your sons to mind their elders don't use foul language, be respectful of people, thing like that, say, excuse me. You're teaching your children values. You're teaching your children morals. You're teaching your children manners, and that is being wiped away when they go in the school system and they see a bunch of little children, a bunch of little kids, excuse me, a bunch of little kids, a.k.a. little goats, because that's what the word kid means, goats. I'm going to get into that later. You see a bunch of little kids that are being drugged up by a bunch of degenerate parents, and they expect you to stick your child, who you're putting all of your energy into, to make them greater people, to make them uh, greater, greater assets to society next to those kids, right? Because you already know part of the school, a big part of school is socialization. You know, you sitting in a place for eight hours, right, and you sitting in square desks all day and getting up and going to another place to sit in a square desk all day, you're going to start talking to people. You're going to start socializing. That's what it's done for. 
It's done purposely to get your children to socialize with the wrong um, wrong kids, you see, because they know some of those children in there are degenerates. They're little degenerates already walking. Their parents uninstalled that filth in them, and they're going to try and rub it off on your children, you see. And, of course, children are going to want to hang around their peer groups. I mean, you see it. Your, your, your daughter go off, and, you know, she, she, she went out, and she's the pristine you know, young girl that you know you raised. Next thing you know, she in junior high school, high school. She want lip piercings, nipple piercings. She talking about uh, boys all of a sudden. She cut school. All the things you instilled in her. Now filters being implanted into her mind because they create a social system for that. After work, what do they try to do? After you go to work, hey, y'all want to go out for a drink? Let's go. You your coworkers. Hey, you want to go out for drinks after work? You socialize. Right? So you're going out for drinks after work, right? And next thing you know, you're drinking with these people. Next thing you know, somebody done said something or some sexual thing done come out. Are y'all sitting around? Are you laying up with your coworker or somebody doing this stuff? Next thing you know, that gets back to the office. You see, some stuff ensues. When you weren't supposed to be hanging out with these people, you go to work to go to work and come home if you're going to do that. You don't socialize with these people. Just like your children are supposed to go to school to learn, not socialize. But they can't help but do that. You're supposed to make sure who it is you're socializing with. You're supposed to make sure you know who you're socializing with. This is where community comes in. You see, a good way to erase the filth from our minds and our children's minds is through community. That's the best way to erase the filth, to remove the filth, to have an actual community. Because when you have people who are together collectively, who want to be greater people, who want to be better people, who, who have that burning, you know, that burning need to be better people, then what's going to happen? You're going to create a whole next level synergy of beings who are greater because your children are seeing you striving. Your children see everything. They watch everything. And you are implanting something next in their mind something that they're not used to seeing. You're giving them something next level to look at. Not nothing new, not nothing old, but something next, something much greater. So when you give them a community, when you give them something they're not used to seeing because they're coming out of those who weren't born in community or don't know community, they're used to seeing black people acting the fool. They're used to seeing black females twerking. They're used to seeing black males uh, pop-locking and acting like a bunch of clowns. They're used to seeing them standing around doing nothing. That's filth that's being installed in their brain and in their mind. That's filth that's being implanted in their mind. When they told, when the white man told you you were black people, that was meant to implant filth in your mind. They wanted you to see yourself as filthy people. That's why they called you black people. They wanted you to see yourself that way in the world to see you as dirty people because everybody associates black with filth, with dirt, something that can't be removed, a stain. That's why they called you black people, one of the reasons anyway, to associate yourself. Remember in Malcolm X? Remember in Malcolm X's Coon Malcolm X and Malcoon Hex movie when he read the definition in Webster's Dictionary about the definition of black, spot, darkness, uh, foul, sullen. Remember he was reading all that? He read all that for the definition of black. Then he turned around and called us black people. You see, 
The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the so-called black man and black woman. He went and called us black people. After you sat and you read that or you know the definition of black and you know the intention of the people who called us that, you're going to tell me that wasn't done purposely to dirty up our minds, to filthy up our minds concerning us? So now what happens is we don't value each other. We don't value each other. So now that we got this dirty mind, this filthy mind about how we see ourselves, we, see, we don't see ourselves as beautiful bronze people. We don't see ourselves as beautiful bronze people, what we actually are. We now have filth, dirt over our minds, but we nothing but a bunch of dirty black niggas. We see each other as a bunch of dirty black niggas. That's why you black males don't think nothing about killing one another. You don't see your brother right there. You see another dirty, you see a dirty black nigga. That's what you see. You don't see a, a bronze, beautiful bronze sister, and she don't look back. She don't see the same thing. You see a black bitch. Hey, black hoe, black bitch. That's what you see. Why? Because the beast on filthied up your mind. That's why y'all disrespect each other. That's why you black males kill each other. That's why you black females disrespect the black male. Because you've already had it implanted in your mind that they ain't worth shit. That's why. They had the beast planted that in you. The so-called white man planted that in your mind. The beast. He planted that in your mind. He wanted you forever to see yourself as filthy. Look at your hair. Look at your hair. You see your hair as something nappy, nappy, nasty, kinky. Your natural hair is nappy, nappy, kinky, nasty. All terminologies from the so-called white man. So he put that filthy thought about your beautiful Woolly hair, your beautiful woolly crown He puts filthy thoughts in your head About your own natural hair He puts filthy ideas in your head Ideas that's not even real While you looking at his dog fur You looking at his dog fur His flea and flea infested dog fur That they call in hair And you want to emulate that You want to be like them You want to put a damn uh, dog wig on your head from a bunch of people who are flea infested as children and up into adulthood where they got to use flea and tick medication, this is what you see as beautiful and divine and clean. This is what you see. You see pale skin, pale recessive skin as better than your beautiful bronze skin. Oh, that's right. It's black skin. That's what you see. Because these people implanted filth into your minds. I was watching something earlier. This, thing, this uh, little mini-series called The History of America. And boy, you know, they had all these niggas on there talking. And, you know, they had some of these crackers, too, these high-level Caucasians and these Negroes up there teaching. They had Colin Powell up there, this nigga John Legend. I don't know what he was. They, you know, they, they were talking about the slave part. You know, they actually had the nerve to say uh, uh, around in the 1800s over, uh, uh, 90% of black people in this country were slaves, and only 10% were free. Really? Really? Over four, oh, how do you say, four, over four million, some odd black people were slaves. First of all, where you get that number from? You really think they was counting up to millions at that time? They was counting millions? They was, what, they was really going around, 1800, they knew how many people was here in this country? You see, let, think, let's be for real here. 
They, and it's always an exact number. It's always four million or five million or seven. Million. It's never three hundred eighty-nine such a such or three hundred seventy. Like they actually, that's how you know the numbers are false. That's how you know. And only ten percent was free. Really. So you mean to tell me? That y'all counted, you got over 4 million slaves here. So who was all the people that owned all these millions of slaves? Where was all these people? So that means damn near everybody, every white person had to have a damn slave. You said about 4 million people or, or more, I think they said up to 4 million people in slavery. That don't, that don't even sound right. And who was these 10% of people that wasn't slaves? And what were they doing? You see how they try to make you think something is more than what it is because they're trying to instill something in your mind. They're talking about American history, but they left out Nat Turner. They left out the, uh, uh, the um, Stono Slave Rebellion, the big uprising in slavery. This is a pretty recent thing where they did on the history of America. They did tell you that it was black, so-called black men that fought in every war in this country. They did that. But, see, they tend to leave a lot of things out, and they do that because they want to leave a stain in your mind about your people that they are a conquered people, that they are a cowardly people, that they are a people where everybody just went for the okey-doke and was put in slavery, that they took you in chains and brought you here to America. That's filth. That's filth. Why? Because it's a lie. I don't like it. It's filth because it's a goddamn lie. That's why it's filth. When people lie to you, that's filth. When people tell you lies, mislead you, that's filth. That they're putting in your mind. And your whole your whole school experience here, especially when coming to history class, is a bunch of filth, a bunch of lies that they outwardly tell you. Why? Because you have filthy people. If you got filthy people, people who are filthy degenerates in their lives, your Caucasian teachers. Who you turn around and nine times out of ten, they they all kind of degenerates. All kind of pedophiles, all kind of all kind of uh, homosexuals and weirdos. When you got that teaching you, what do you think is going to come out their mouth? All kind of racist and all kind of degenerate people. What kind of what kind of people? What kind of history is going to come out of their mouth? You think that history is not going to be slanted? You don't think it's going to be poisoned? You don't think it's going to be filthy? You see? And then they put it in your head. And then you sitting up here, and they tell you, you the only way you get a degree is if you repeat this filth and act like you believe and accept this filth is true. That's how you get your degree. That's how you get your good degree from their universities and colleges. You got to accept their filth in your mind. You see, you got to adhere to their filth. See, because the minute you don't like their filth, uh, you see it for what it is, you call it out for what it is, then all of a sudden you fail. You ain't getting nothing. Like if I said, for example, they talked about George Washington and, and you know, and how he did this, they try to build him up to be a great man, and then I give the reality that he was ne- nothing but a goddamn criminal, a goddamn slave trader, a, hu- a, a trafficker, a, 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 a physical being, a trafficker, and a thief and a liar, you see. If I said that, which is the truth, a filthy degenerate that would traffic in and sell people, right? Dehumanize, even though our people are on a higher level than the human, but dehumanize our people to do this to, to people. 
to take people and degrade them in such a low level. Now, if I said that that he he would be a degenerate, a filthy degenerate, they'd get mad at you. But now if George Washington was a so-called black man who did it to white people, he wouldn't be called no founding father. He'd be every motherfucker in the book, every filthy, dirty, degenerate motherfucker in the book. They would call him everything in the book if he, if it was black versus uh, black a black man doing it to white people. See, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Nat Turner is a criminal because he killed white people that had him in bondage and was doing it all to his people. He's not considered, but if he was a white man, he'd be a freedom fighter. If he if Nat Turner was a white man, he'd be a freedom fighter, right? Because he's fighting for them. They put in your mind. So much so that you so-called black women, you will downplay black men and you will look at black men like they ain't shit. But then you turn around and get with Tom with his fleeing tick-ridden ass, right, with his nasty lice and flea-infested ass. You want to get with him, a caveman, lay with him, and then you want to turn around and and talk about, oh, I got something going. I don't want you dirty black men. I don't want you dirty niggas. That's, but you're going to lay with flea and tick uh, infested Tom, right? And, and, and his, where his people think of you as nothing but a dirty black hoe. That's what they really think of you. You are beneath them. Why? Because their program, their brains have been washed and filthed as well to see you a certain way. I don't care what they say, but in their mind, it makes them cleaner. See, to dump their filth and their degeneracy off in your mind makes them feel cleaner. It makes them feel cleaner about who they are. And meanwhile, while you are disrespecting that bronze man who is your brother, right, your natural-born mate, while you disrespecting him, what are you doing? You are putting, you are allowing filthy Tom to put his filthy little white pecker inside of you and make some little grace because you think that's righteous. You think that's righteous because you think we all the same, even though they show you all the time because you, but you refuse to see that we are not the same. They have no regard for you. You see, you disrespect your own people. That's filth. But they'll say, oh, if you talk like that, something wrong with you. They'll say, if you are real and you talk real, oh, it's something wrong. You, you, you brainwashing the people. What do you, how do you got these people listening to you? You're brainwashing them. Yeah, I'm washing the filth out of their minds that you put into their minds. I'm washing out the filth that you put into their minds. But that's somehow a bad thing. And you can hear these simple-ass Negroes say the same thing, too. See, that, that guy, Newbin, see, Newbin, Newbin brainwashing y'all, see. You see, that's what Newbin doing. See, we, you see, you, should, you shouldn't be listening to Newbin, man. Just follow your own mind. Don't let Newbin brainwash you. You know, that's what they say. In other words, what the white man taught you was just fine. That your black people that they brought you over here on cargo slave ships and they were raping you and that you were all a bunch of slaves and that you niggas don't matter. See, that's what they, that's what the, the black, the so-called black people want you to preserve in your mind. That, in other words, whatever the white man teach you is good. Whatever he teaches you is good. And you niggas in the conscious community, you feel the same way. Y'all really feel the same way. You 
to mix me with all the, oh, you like Neely Fuller and you like uh, 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 this one and that one and Bobby Hemmett and Phil Valentine and all this other stuff. But are these guys talking about bringing our people together as a real community, having community leaders, a community leader, and bringing our people together as a community? Are they talking like that? If they're not talking like that, then anything they say, anything they say that's supposed to be about the betterment of our people is BS. Talking about the Egyptians, talking about history, that's all nice and everything. But, see, we need a future. We need a reality, a, a reality that we can see. See, we can't see backwards. We can see forward, though. We can see forward. We can foresee things if we put our focus on that. See, people aren't trying to get us not to look forward as a way to dirty up our minds. See, when you're looking backwards, see, when you're looking backwards, you don't look at the filth that's in front of you. See, when they got you looking backwards, you tend not to look at the filth that's in front of you. Like, while these niggas are sitting around talking about, uh, uh, most of the aunt and aunt and the third and, 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 and Jesus and Yahweh Shah and, and King David, they don't see that their children every day are becoming gangbangers, little degenerates, little nothing. They're not putting energy into making their children better. They're not putting energy into making themselves better as a people, as a community. They want to put energy into a bunch of dead people because they've been brain stained, they've had filth put in their mind to tell them that they should put more energy into looking backwards and looking forward. Meanwhile, the people who are in charge of your life, the people who are telling you when and if you can go into supermarkets and uh, 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 and workout places and things like gyms or whatever, because they're telling you you got to get jabbed up and stabbed up and whatnot, you got to sit and look to them to tell you what your future is. Because you're too busy looking back in the past. You don't want to focus on the on the future together as a people collectively. You can't do that because, see, you got people filtering up your mind telling you that, oh, see, brother, see, sister, the history is important. The history is important, brother. See, the history is important, brother, sister. You know, we don't need no leaders. We just need to study black history. And we need to focus on the Bible and the Quran and, and, and the Atrahasas and the Egyptian Book of the Dead and, and the Pan-African uh, 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 the Pan-African spiritual guides and the Usharas and the Usharas and all this other nonsense instead of putting the energy into us into the future us. See, when people talk like that, they're filthying up your mind. They're putting stains in your brain, filth in your mind that's going to be hard to remove. The biggest thing that these keep people keep on, re- keep, keep reinstilling in our minds, the biggest thing they keep on reinstilling in our minds, the ones who keep dumping the filth over and over and over again in our minds, is that we're black people. That is the biggest piece of filth to constantly put on us, man. That is the most filthiest thing you could ever say to our people, that we're black people. And for the longest time, our people, back in the early 1900s, we resisted that whole black thing. We didn't want to be associated with blackness. We resisted that because we knew black for what it meant and what the people meant who called us that. You see, we knew what that meant. And for the longest time, we resisted that. But what happened? The beast started putting money behind people like James Brown. I'm going to just say James Brown put some soul and stuff out, but they start putting all that money behind those black power messages, black power, black pride, black this, black that, right? 
Why? Because for the longest time, like I said, our people resisted the term black. We didn't want to be associated as black people because black to us meant death. Black to us meant dirt. Black to us meant dingy, dark, you know, stained. We knew what black meant. You see, and nobody had to tell us that. We didn't walk around in the ancient world wearing black. We didn't attribute that. We wore light colors. We wore bright colors. You see, we didn't associate with no blackness. That's something the beast wanted us to associate with because they were in black. They were in black sackcloth and the signs of death on them. You see, that's why if you look so-called white men, they really like wearing black. They like wearing black. They're big fans of black. You see, we wore bright colors, light colors, to accentuate our beautiful bronze skin. Then you get them to turn us around and call us black people. You get them to turn us around and say that uh, uh, our hair, our hair is nappy. They're the ones who came up with that black is beautiful nonsense. They came up with that. It wasn't our people. Because how we go from, oh, we, you know, we don't want to be black. We, we copper colored and all that. Then all of a sudden, we black and proud. Black is beautiful. Who started all that? A lot of these communist Marxist people who was behind groups like your Black Panthers and them spreading that nonsense, spreading that black-infused nonsense. You see, basically lying to our people, brainwashing and programming our people, telling us that we black. See, that's why these groups were really set up to push that whole black nonsense on our people, to fool us into accepting blackness, black power. With the bitch up in there, that's a Russian symbol, man. That's a Russian hand sign of Marxism. That's all that's nothing but Marxism, communism, Satanism. It's all the same thing. Discordianism, lawlessness and disorderly, uh, 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 and disorderly conduct. Yeah, that super gothic thing, that gothic thing. Dead people. Black equals dead. The word Negro means dead black. So in other words, they were saying that we were a dead people. Why were they saying we were a dead people, telling us that we are a race of dead people? Why were they saying that? Because we allowed them to take our culture, our heritage, who we really are as a Mesoamerican people. Take our culture, our heritage, take our take our language from us, everything. Take the true Lord from us, Amen. Let them come up and take everything from us and degrade us and degenerate us and reduce us into black people, into black people. What's your history? Oh, I don't know. We just you, we just took you niggas out of Africa somewhere. We don't know where in Africa, but we, let's just say the West Coast of Africa. We just took you niggas out of Africa on slave ships and brought you here, you know. That, that's the history. That's the history they want to teach you. That's filth. That's, a, that's filth because it's a damn lie. That's filth because it's a lie. You see? They wanted us to be the forever dead people. That's why they called us black people. See, because dead or black in their mind means that these are like people who are done. They will never raise again. That's why they wanted you to refer to yourself as black people. That was nothing but a trick. They want us to prefer ourselves as black people. One reason, another reason was because, of course, they needed to know that, you know, on their little censuses and stuff they start taking, they needed to know because, you know, our people was using the same name as Caucasians, you know. So they wanted, uh, they wanted to know who's the white Tom Jones and who's the black Tom Jones, you know, because the black Tom Jones, we're going to make sure we discriminate against him. 
You see, we'll make sure that there's no mistaking the black Tom Jones from the white Tom Jones. And we also want the black Tom Jones, the Jones to know that the white Tom Jones is better than you. You do know that, right, nigga? You do know that, right, boy? Right, nigga? To make sure that the that the white Annette Francis is not mistaken for the black Annette Francis. You know, so 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 the black Annette Francis, like I said, she ain't gonna get the job, but the white Annette Francis will. Because and and also keeping black Annette Francis in mind that oh you do know that white Annette Francis is better than you, right? Right, girl? Right? Right, 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 uh um uh Aunt Jemima, Farina, whatever they called you. Right? They want you just to know that. See, this is why, again, they put this in your mind constantly and continuously. They put this in your mind. They have to put filth in your mind. Your This whole black experience has been nothing but a whole history of filth. We had a filthy encounter with these humans, man. These Caucasians especially, we had a filthy encounter with these people. Ever since we encountered these people, it's been nothing but an ongoing history of filth. From letting them, from from them enslaving and kidnapping our people, from them taking our land, which is America, for them lying to our people about coming, they've come taking us from Africa, lying to our people, calling us Africans, calling us a bunch of tribal dirty Africans, Right? all this uncivilized, all this filth they was putting in the minds of our people and in the minds of the world to get them to look at us as filthy people, to get them to see the world to see us as filthy people. That's the whole point of that, to get the world to see us as dirty, filthy people. And then eventually, of course, for us to see ourselves as dirty, filthy people. That's the most important thing, that we see ourselves that way. They wanted us to see ourselves that way. And they make sure that they keep niggas Black niggas, and I say black niggas because you have a lot of our people, our, who our so-called people, who would rather um, take that position as being black niggas for the so-called white man to turn all of our people into black niggas or to work with him for a fee to turn all of the rest of our people into black niggas, to dirty up the rest of our people's mind, like these rappers. Like these rappers, they don't mind being black niggas. They don't mind being black niggas. You hear it all the time. They call themselves niggas on the records. They say they slaves to the record label. They got no problem with being a slave to the record label. Nas, Jada Kiss, they said that they were slaves. I'm a record industry of slaves, so let's get paid. They don't mind being niggas. They don't mind selling you a nasty nigga message to your son. They don't mind putting nasty nigga messages, Jay-Z, Nas, all of from little dumb to they ain't just little Nas X. Angel Little Nas X is all these goddamn rappers, with the exception of Gangstar and Rakim and Eric B, with the exception of them guys, you see. And you had a lot of and the X playing the guys that came. But all these rappers after them dudes, other than them dudes, they, they didn't mind being filthy niggas, man, dirty black niggas that were going to be charged with putting dirty black messages in the minds of your children. See, they didn't mind little Kim. She, was, she didn't mind being a dirty black bitch. You see, she said she was a queen bitch. She used that language on herself. She called you black females bitches. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, ho. That's how they all talk to each other. And it's, pre- it's, pre- it's presentable, permissible by the so-called white man. He, put, he produces that on the music. But say something about a Jewish woman. 
Say something about a Jewish girl or a Jewish female or a Jewish male. Say something about that. See if it gets on the record. See if it comes out. See if it leaves the studio. You see? But you could talk about you black males all the time. Talk about you all the time. Nigga this, nigga that. Shoot the nigga this and you niggas ain't shit. And you black bitches and hoes and whatnot. They love to pay for you their degradation to put filth in the minds of your people. That's why they produce that message. Listen to this music they call trap music. That's nothing but filth, man. That's nothing but mind filth. This music today these, that these guys are putting out, that's nothing but the baby. Niggas calling themselves the baby, little this, little that, little Dirk, little Wayne. Them niggas, they, they're nothing but black, filthy niggas, man. They, they signed up to be black, filthy niggas for the so-called white man. Because, see, being a black, filthy nigga pays. You know, you get a good check to being a black, filthy nigga. You see, you can shine and boss out and floss out if you a black, filthy nigga for the beast. If you willing to peddle black, filthy, a black, filthy nigga message that's going to destroy the minds of your people. If you're willing to peddle that filth, you can be a millionaire. If you're willing to peddle, tell your black sister, your bronze sister, excuse me. If you want to tell your bronze sister, they, yeah, bitch, you need a perm. You need a weave, hoe. You need to get that natural hair off your head like they told Nicki Minaj to tell black, black, the black, so-called black woman when she was, they start wearing their hair natural. When they start wearing their hair natural, they got Nicki Minaj out there telling, you hoes need a permanator. You nappy-headed hoes, you need a permanator. She asked what she had to say about your natural hair. Nicki Minaj. You see, this is the message. And then what, what's the response with a lot of you black females? You went out right after that. A lot of y'all went out and got them dog fur wigs and blonde wigs. You, don't, you know, you see them walking around with that filth on their head. And they tell you it's cool for you black females to walk around with blonde wigs and red wigs on top of your head. And spider eyelashes looking ridiculous like a damn clown. Like his dress up. You see? Covering up your natural, covering up your natural looks, lightening your skin, um, straightening your hair, putting wigs on your head like Caucasian women. That's filth in your mind. That's because you have a filthy idea of yourself. You think you black. You think you ugly. You think she white. You think she pretty. That's filth. That is filth. You see, that's craft. They, they allow craft to prosper in their hand. And what do they do in their craft? They change places. They switch places. They take your people who are the real decent people. They take our people who are the real decent people in this land, the people that fed people, that farm, that farmed the land, that was that were accomplished people. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow on Mesoamerican Radio, 7 o'clock. The people that farmed the land, that were skilled people, decent people, you see, People that were raising their families and whatnot, they take them and put those people in bondage. Whole families, you know, they went and took and put under under um, under uh, uh, under gun at gunpoint and took whole families and put them in slavery. Took their land, just put them in slavery. You see, they don't talk about that. How they would just go to wherever bronze people was who was free all their life. They go on patrol, take the people, kidnap, put them right in slavery. Put them on auction blocks, separate the family, and then the white people move in and take their land. You see, that's how they did that. You see, so when they tell you, when they tell you different, anything they lying to you about, when they tell you that's not how it really happened, well, if they can lie about that, that's nothing but filth. 
Because remember I said, anytime you lie to people, you mislead people, you just, uh, um, misdirect their attention towards something that's not real, then that's filth you putting in their minds. You see, that's filth. This society is filled with nothing but people with filthy minds because a lot of these people were educated already. They think that people, they think that people are a certain way. They think a certain way that's warped. They got a warped way of thinking because they've been educated, a.k.a. brain stained. They got filth in their minds from their filthy teachers, filthy professors, filthy everything. They got this in their mind. They get filth implanted in their minds every day. You see? Meanwhile, you got people, certain people who are making sure they got certain people that are making sure their children don't inherit that filth. They're teaching their children that you're God's chosen people. That see, you're God's chosen people and that everybody else is scum and that they're beneath you and that you're here to serve the um, 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 the law of God. You're special people. See, that's what the so-called Jews teach their children. But then they go into the damn school system and teach your children filth. They go into the school system and teach your children filth. But see, at their yeshiva school, they teaching their children that they are chosen people and that y'all have a real destiny and that you're supposed to rule over the earth as God's chosen people. That's what they teach. You see, you don't teach your children that. You don't teach your children that. You teach your children filth. You teach them to worship white Jesus. You teach them to, that everybody's the same, that we you supposed to love everybody even when they disrespecting you. You teach them to hate their own people but love the so-called white men and all the other races. That's what you teach them. That's the filth you put in the minds of your babies. You teach your daughters to hate their hair. No, girl, it's your nappy-ass hair. Get over here. I'm going to put a hot comb in your hair or a perm kit. I'm going to put some poison in your hair because your hair nappy. That's the filth you put in the minds of your daughter. And if you don't, they look at your hair and they see that mommy hair is like that. Mommy don't like her hair. Mommy got she she don't want to wear her hair natural. She 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 want a perm or a wig on her hair. So so what should I think about my hair? What 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 should I think about my hair that mommy do that to her hair? I want to be like mommy. So I don't want to wear my hair natural. I want to be like mommy. I want to put that wig on my head. I want to put them eyelashes on, and I want to look like a, a counterfeit white woman. We'll be right back.
So now we know the source of the mental filth that is amongst our people, that is upon the minds of our people. We already know the source of the mental filth. Question is, why is it that our people, why is it that we don't want to remove the filth from our minds? Again, how do you remove the filth from the minds of the people? Because I said not only black people's minds are filthy, the entire world mind, the entire world's mind has filthy thoughts. Filthy thoughts that are constantly being projected outward, you see, in this third dimensional realm when I say projected outward, you know, through the media and things like that. They have a filthy mind. Everybody on this planet mind has been bathed in filth in some kind of way. Why do you think it says in the Bible that you're born into sin? It says in the Bible that you, you, when you're born into this world, you're born into a world of sin. That's a world of filth. Sin is another way of saying a world of filth because you can't start sinning or breaking the law because sin is to break the law. What is the law? The law is the natural law and order that was set in place by Amun, who first came here, the natural law. When you sin, you're going against natural law, and therefore you do that because your mind has been made filthy. Your mind has been made filthy by these humans because they were created of filth. They were created of the dust and the dirt of the ground, the genetically modified version of the animals. You see, I'll go into that where that fits in. But when I said also makes reference to them being born earthbound. See, the people that were born earthbound, the people of the dirt, the people of the third dimension, they are born in filth. They are born in degeneracy because, like I said, they have the animal genetic. They have the animal genetic, crossbred with ours. So, therefore, that creates an higher nature and a lower nature in them. And when you have that imbalance, because, see, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to have a continuously supreme mindset. That's the total balance. You're not supposed to have a high moral standard, and then on the other side, you've got a low moral standard. You see, in other words, you can't say, oh, I got a high moral standard for this, but I'm going to treat people this way. You see, you can't say that. You know, you can't convince yourself that you are some fine, upstanding person. This is why I sit up here and say to these people who talk about George Washington and and, and uh, uh, the so-called founding fathers, how the hell are you going to call these people some fine, upstanding, respectable men when they sit up here and they took hold of people, owned people, enslaved people, raped people, treated people like property, broke up their families and things like that to serve them? How the hell are you going to say that? Now, people might say, well, you well, the almond did that to the humans. Well, here's the thing. The almond created the humans. So if I create you, I can do whatever I want with you. you. They did not create our people. We created them. We created them in our image and after our likeness to work. That was to serve us. It's not the other way around. Anything other than that is anti-nature, and that is a sin when you go against nature. You see? That's why these people, these humans, these Caucasians, these Asians, these East Indians, these Arabs, all the people with the dog fur but that they call in hair, they do all kinds of filthy and degenerate things. They're the, they're the ones that's pushing the homosexuality, the lesbianism, the pedophilia, right, kitty porn. They're the ones pushing that, race mixing. That's all degeneracy, man. That's filth, pedophilia, bestiality, 
race mixing, homosexuality, lesbianism, all of the things that are anti-nature. So if they're telling you that, oh, it's something wrong with you if you don't accept these things, that's putting filth in your mind. They're getting you to accept filth. They're getting your children to accept filth. They're getting you to accept filth when you listen to these filthy rap songs, these filthy trap songs. They're getting you to accept filth when they tell you black women that you could be liberated and you don't need a man and, you know, you, it's, you, you, know, you could do whatever you want to do. They're fil- they making your mind filthy as a woman. They're taking the femininity out of you when they start telling you you don't need no man. You could be by yourself or be with another woman, some madness like that. That's putting filth in your mind. Saying we don't need a community. That's filth. Who's telling us we don't need no community? Who pushing that message are the same people that have a community. They have a community. And you niggas call them people that are the so called white man, the Jews, and all these people. You call them, you call them, you make reference to them as white supremacy. And you call them white supremacists because they have a community that they're linked into that they can, that where they work together, where they can call on each other. And let's and let, let's be clear about this. You so-called the so-called white people, they got an international community. White people have an international community. They might not like each other at times, but trust me, they will all come together and Voltron together under their whiteness, and they will stand together against everybody, including you. All of them will. The police, the government, the, the government officials, the police, they all against you. They might have problems from time to time with each other, but they ain't going to never forget that ultimately they, it's, the, uh, it's them against everybody else, them against the world. You see, they never going to forget that. See, their they mindset is right. See, they got a clean mind when it comes to that. It's clean and clear. See, a clean mind is a clear mind. A clean mind is a clear mind. See, their mind is clean when it comes to that when they realize that they need a community, that they got to work together. Their mind is clean as hell. Your mind is dirty when it comes to that. Your mind is filthy when it comes to that. We don't need no leader. We don't need no organization. We are own gods. We not no monolith. We all can't follow the same thing. That's filth. That is filth. Who teaches that filth? You niggas in the conscious community. You teach that filth. The same people who you put up as, oh, those are our elders and our grandmaster teachers, Bobby Hemmings, Phil Valentine, right? Uh, 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 um, what's the other guy? I, I can't forget all these guys. I, I forget all these guys' names. Umar Chauncey. You see? You got you to gotta point these people out to show as an example, man. Make an example of these people. Because they all anti-community, man. They all anti-community. They want to tell you that the conscious community is a community. That's not a community. That's not a community. You see, when you got a bunch of people who got a whole bunch of different ideologies, you got James Small, Dr. James Smalls, all them guys, man. When you got a whole bunch of people who supposed to have the same ideology, the same culture, the same mindset, everything, the same most high continuous power they, they, they make a connection with, that's a community. Not a bunch of niggas who sitting around here, oh, I'm a Pan-Africanist, oh, I'm an Egyptologist, oh, I'm an Israelite, oh, I'm a Christian, oh, oh I'm a, uh, a Seventh-day Adventist, I'm a Holy Roller, I'm a Catholic. Oh, but see, we all still black and we can still work together. That's the filth that you niggas teach. See, we all black, so we can still 
work together. We can have our own beliefs. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Absolutely not. How the hell? How the hell you run a corporation when you got everybody? When you got people who are working for the corporation who got other focuses other than the corporation? How, how does a corporation become a billion dollar enterprise and whatnot if you got the workers in there saying, "Oh, we ain't gonna work together. We are gonna do what we want to do within the company." And matter of fact, we ain't gonna follow no company rules and policy. We do our own thing. So you know, uh, I'm gonna focus on. We work for AT and T, but I'm gonna focus on Apple. Because I'm my own God, and I think the way I want, and I want to focus on what I want. You see? Do that make sense? That's, that's, that's the mentality. That's what they're telling you that we should, because they say we all ain't got to think the same. Yes, we do. Because they all think the same. You see, they all think the same. White people all think the same. All you got, all Asians people think the same. Arabs think the same. East Indians all think the same. Mexicans. All of those people think the same when it comes to you. They all think the same. <clears throat> they all think the same when it comes to them being a collective and cohesive people. They all think the same. Don't sit up here and tell me that lie that they all different. Oh, because some of these Mexicans over here is Republicans, and some of these Mexicans over here are Democrats, and some of these Mexicans over here are liberals. They all the same. When it comes to being Mexican, they all the same. When it comes to them standing up for their people against you, they all the same. They all on the same page. See, their mind is clean, a.k.a. clear, when it comes to that, who they are as a people. See, when you come to you black people, that's when things get all muddy and dirty and murky, and you don't know, well, should, well I mean, do we really have to be the same? Uh, can we have our own gods? Shouldn't we follow our own religion? Shouldn't we be able to be our own gods and Shouldn't we be able to have no community and not follow no law and order and do whatever we want to do? See, that 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 should be our choice. That and look where it got you. Look where it got you. Look where it got you in the world. Uh, nowhere. That's where it got you. It got you nowhere as a people. I'm my own god nonsense. We don't need no community nonsense. Do you know if we had all that, there would be no young black men getting shot by the police. There would be no um, black young black women up here being bedwinches for white males. There'd be no black nonsense. We know who we are as a bronze, copper-colored race of people. Copper-toned bronze race. Almond race. Mesoamerican people. You see, that's the brainwashing I came to give my people. To clean that black ass filth out of your brains, man. To clean the black ass filth out of your brain. But a lot of you dirty-minded niggas, you're going to fight against it. I already know you are. You dirty niggas, you dirty black-minded niggas are going to fight against it. Why? Because you want us to stay a bunch of dirty black-minded niggas so that you can continue to do your filth. Because you niggas enjoy your filth. You enjoy your filth. You niggas, as much as you claim you hate your filth, you now embrace your filth from the white man. And you want us to embrace the filth with you. You want us to like trap music. You want us to sit up here and listen to uh, 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 talk about Beyonce, the fucking role model for our children, or Nicki Minaj. You want us to have our daughters twerking their ass and getting pregnant at 13. You want us to have our black boys, our bronze boys, a.k.a. black boys in fucking jail and whatnot, and and robbing and stealing and shooting each other and gangbanging, because you niggas ain't standing up against that. 
Tell me when they're going to stand up against that. Tell me when the conscious community is going to stand up against all that bullshit. Tell me when I don't want to hear shit about Egypt. I don't want to hear shit about Egypt no more. I don't want to hear shit about Pan-Africanism no more. When your baby's dying right now. You see? Don't give me that bullshit, man. Because you people got filthy minds, man. You hate each other. You know, you guys, oh, I ain't following no leader. Ain't nobody telling me what to do. What you mean to say is, get it straight, nigga. What you mean to say is, ain't no so-called black man, ain't no man that look like me going to tell me what to do. But the white man, he can tell me what to do all day for a paycheck, you know, as my teacher, as my boss. He can tell me what to do all day as long as he pay me. Well, here's the thing with that. If you are so anti-leadership, then the money shouldn't matter. Because if you are really anti-leadership, you don't want no bosses, you don't want to answer to nobody, then that means that if you're willing to do that for money, then you have no scruples. That means you're for sale. And if you're for sale, you're a hoe. If you for sale, you're a hoe. Okay? You're, you're a fucking hoe. Excuse my line, raw and uncut. You a hoe. If you for sale because, oh, I'll follow orders from the white man if he give me a paycheck, then you a fucking hoe. What, you, what else you do for a paycheck? What else will you do? If you're not about something, then that means you ain't about it all the way. Don't say, oh, I ain't about it because until I, unless I get paid. No. If you ain't, if you anti-leadership, anti-boss, or you don't want nobody telling you your own God, then be your own God. Next time the white man pull you niggas over and tell you, show me your ID, tell me, no, I ain't showing you shit. In fact, don't even pull over. Let me see you do that since you don't like authority. Next time your boss, or hell, you shouldn't even have no job. But next time your boss tells you to be at work at 9 o'clock, tell him up something now, I'm going to be at work at 1 o'clock in the afternoon because I'm my own God and I do what I want. You niggas full of shit. You full of shit. You just don't want no, nobody to look like you telling you nothing. You see, because you know you re- what it really is, you know that nine times out of ten, even the worst of our people who get in authority, they're going to in some kind of way try to steer you the right way, they, if, if their minds is right, if they're sincere. They're going to try to steer you the right way, but the problem is a lot of y'all niggas don't want to be steered the right way. You don't want to hear the right thing, You don't meaning you don't want to hear righteousness. You don't want to hear righteousness. See, you don't want to hear righteousness, so you will dirty up the people who are coming to bring you righteousness, bring you reality. You will dirty up those people in, 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 in favor of following a bunch of fantasy niggas. See, them fantasy niggas are the rappers who tell you they was gangbangers and drug dealers and in the hood busting their gun, and that's the way of life, and I'm a nigga for life. They, they telling you that. Meanwhile, meanwhile they sitting at, they sitting at dinner with their Jewish, they Jewish boss or their Jewish uh, uh, lawyer, and they talking all proper and everything else. And he's not calling them by their rap name. He's calling them by their, a government white man name. And they're going, yeah, yeah, boss. Yeah, boss. You see, that's what they're really doing. While they're telling you to go out here and trap and get that money and hustle, they're sitting down and they're talking with, like they got some sense to the white man. They ain't, they ain't talking about trapping in his neighborhood when they move in the neighborhood next door to him. They ain't talking about trapping them when they're in a $2 million mansion next to white people. No, it's, hey, Jim, hi, hi, hey, hey, um, hey, um, Leroy, how you doing? You see, 
That's when he cleaned himself up. But he'll sell poison to your children. He'll sell poison to your children just to get the chance to live around white people and to have money and to drive a nice car. He'll sell poison to your people, to your, to your children. Because that's what it's meant to do, sell poison to your children, destroy the minds of your children, filthy up their minds. That's what it's meant to do. The education he gives you is meant to filthy up your minds. The TV shows he gets you to watch. You watching damn what's that show that um they talked about it? Come on, what's that show? Um P Valley, I think it's P Valley or something. I never even seen this nonsense. But I said, man, you know, they I I think that's called P Valley. One minute you see the women, they say one minute you see damn women in their bronze when they're twerking and whatnot, and you know they dancing and you the men looking, you gonna look as a man, next thing you know they flash the two niggas kissing. Two niggas kissing each other. They flash back to the women. They do shit like that. Putting that filth in your minds forever. Putting that filth in your minds forever. They do stuff like that purposely. To flash filth. Because when that picture's in your mind, that picture's going to be there forever until you remove it out. You got to try to remove that filth from your mind. Because you always going to remember, oh, watching P-Valley, man, two niggas was kissing on TV. You see? And hopefully your damn son, a little daughter, ain't walk by and see that. And your little son see two niggas kissing on TV, and he see that. He go, oh, dad, what's that? Or he don't say nothing. He just see it. Next thing you know, he at school, and he's and he standing in the corner with another boy trying to kiss him because he seen fucking P-Valley. That's meant to stain the minds of your people. That's meant to stain the minds of your That's why I don't watch TV no more. Because everything out here is, is filth. Everything out here is filth. It's bad enough our children are being born into this three-dimensional filth. Many of them being and, and dropped into the two-dimensional level. It's bad enough they're being dropped into filth. We don't have to help filthy them up, man. It's our job to clean them up. That's our job. Our job is not to help the beast filthy up their minds by putting them in their damn schools, listening to their nonsense, their lies, watching their stupid-ass TV shows. Well, they've been, they've been brain staining us forever, giving us gay characters to look at. Damn Peppermint Patty, damn uh, uh, Vanity Smurf from the Smurfs, Peppermint Patty from the Peanuts, and her lesbian lover, Marcy, shit like that. Bugs Bunny and fucking drags like a female. This is what they raising your children on. Black and white and the whole thing. This is what they raising your children on. They want your children to see filth because they think filth is funny. They think filth is funny. You see, that's their sense of humor, filth. You see? Right back.
lot of you black males, you had a lot of filth put into your mind about each other. And one of the things, like I said, that, you know, y'all got this from jail, where y'all tell another man to suck you, you know what? You know, you tell another man to suck your penis. I ain't going to use the word. Y'all tell another man as an insult to suck you, you know what? Right? And that's a degenerate stain in your mind to tell another man to suck on your private part. A lot of you rappers are saying it in your rap record, filth in the minds of black males. You see? You were putting that filth in the minds of black males to tell another male to suck his penis. You see? Well, you know, you, you saying stuff like that, like I said, you you know why you say things like that and you don't think nothing wrong with that is because you got a stain on your brain. You niggas' minds are filthy. That's filth. That is filth you are ex- uh, that you are spreading when you tell somebody to suck your you-know-what and you're doing that on the record when you were spreading that in the hood. That's filth. You see? A lot, of you, a lot of young boys get molested by a lot of older boys and whatnot because that filth is going through their mind. You see? Buck breaking each other because you start following the ways of the beast. You see? You start following his ways. Y'all say nonsense like, oh, you know, a, gay, a faggot is somebody who get who receive, who get bent over, not the guy who's doing it. Y'all say shit like that. That comes straight from the so-called white man. The Italians especially. That comes from them. You see, I'm not, you know, like I said, I told you all before, all human, all human males are homosexuals. They all open to homosexuality. The human race is open to homosexuality. The whole human race. You see, all of them up into homosexuality and lesbianism. That's their roots. You go back to East, the, the East Indians. You go back to the damn Caucasians, the early Caucasians, the East Indians, right? The Arabs, they all open to homosexuality and pedophilia. Yet you let these people teach your children. You let them tell, make cartoons for your children. You let them, uh, 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 you let them educate your children. You already know what they're educating them in. You see, whether it's through the television, whether it's through the music, whether it's through school, you see, they whether it's through magazines, you see, they're going to tell you that they're going to put and plant filth in the minds of your people, and you're going to sit up and you're going to accept the filth, you see. And if anybody comes to clean that filth out of your mind, they brainwashing you. They brainwashing you. If somebody come to clean that filth out of your mind, they brainwashing you. And then you stupid enough. That, I don't want nobody brainwashing me. I don't want nobody brainwashing me. I ain't going to be controlled by nobody. Oh, but you're not controlled by the beast. You don't think that your daughter wanted sitting around twerk her ass all day instead of work her ass all day at a real job for the family and do what she's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And be a, be a, be a, a woman, or your, you women out here want to do the same thing, or your sons want to stand around and bang and smoke herb and listen to trap music, you don't think that's a program from the beast. You don't think somebody telling them what to do. You don't think that, right? You don't think somebody telling them what to do. You think that, that's their own thoughts. They doing what they want to do. Y'all really stupid enough to believe that? You stupid enough to believe that you're not being programmed? You stupid enough to believe that you're not, or, you know, stupid enough to think that you're not being told what to do, that you're following commands, 
You see, they just do it in a slick way where they program you to think otherwise. But you are doing that when they put it on a record. They know you go. They ain't got to tell you do this dance. They know you're going to do it because you ain't got nothing else to do. Ain't nothing else filling your mind. Ain't nothing righteous filling your mind. Ain't nothing worthwhile filling your mind because, God damn it, your parents ain't got nothing righteous or worthwhile to say. They sitting around simple-minded. So they're going to let the TV raise their children. They're going to let the rap music, the trap music raise their children because that means they ain't got to do their goddamn job to provide a culture for you, provide a community for you, provide children that they can grow up with and build a strong bond with so when they go out into the world collectively, they got the community to come home to and be a part of and constantly raise our people. See, that's not what y'all want to do because according to y'all, we don't need our own community. We don't need no leaders. See, we don't need our own community. We don't need no leader. We don't need no leader, no nation. We don't need that. Them days is over with. We all going to get there somehow. You see, that's what you want to teach them. And that's the mass majority of black people's mindset because their minds are filthy. I have filthy-minded niggas in my community. So I know. I grew up around filthy-minded niggas. I grew up watching filth. You see, I grew up around that, participating in filth. I can admit that. But see, the first form of brainwashing I had, Hale Amin, was looking at this man, Elijah Muhammad's album, when I was five years old, five, six years old, an album that my mother and father had, knowing there was Minister Farrakhan, he was, it was his speech, but he had the album Elijah Muhammad on there. You know, I didn't, I didn't listen to too much of the speech, but looking at that man made me, you know, made, it just fascinated me to look at him. You see, I was fascinated by Elijah Muhammad at five, six years old, just staring at his face. I don't know why I was staring at his face. I was fascinated. You see, because now I realize I was staring at purity. I was staring at purity right straight in the face. I was looking at a pure man, a pure man. When I say a pure man, I don't mean, oh, he's just so holy and, 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 and all this other stuff. And he's just so, no. When I say a pure man, I mean pure for what it is, real, something that has been through the fire, something that's strong, something that is stable, something that is still pure. Like when you got gold and you want to check the purity of the gold when you are melting or doing whatever, you take out all the imperfections. Ain't that what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad did? He was trying to take the imperfections out of our people and make us supreme people, perfected people, same thing I'm doing. So, yeah, he was pure. He was bright. And I didn't know at the time that that would be someone who would, I could look at and be like, you know, there's more to it. I just knew it was more to him, and I wanted to be part of that more. But I didn't know I was already a part of that more. I was already a part of that. This was my destiny. This was my destiny to be a part of that and not be a part of this filthy world, that I was going to be the man, the maintenance man, to clean up the minds of my people, that I would someday be a maintenance man to clean up the filth of my people. My father was a maintenance man, a, a, a cleaner for New York City Transit Authority for over 20 years. He cleaned up physical filth. Now his son is out here cleaning up mental filth. You see how that goes? You see the evolution? You see the evolution. We both cleaning men. 
He just cleans up the physical filth. I clean up the mental filth. Do y'all hear me? That's an evolution. That's a, that's an evolution in progress right there. That's an evolution in progress. My father said to me, and I'll never forget this, the most powerful thing my father said to me was, he said, you could look at all of these entertainers and all these people out here that they think is important, all the entertainers, the people with all the money and things like this, and you think that what they do is important. He said, no. He said, my job is important. My job is important. He said, because if I don't get down here and clean up this filth in these train stations, bleach and do all these things, people will die. People will die of infections and sickness and illness being in these train systems. And people, millions of people ride in that system. He said, if I don't do my job, people will get sick and die. And I was like, God damn. Purification, cleaning up, that was real. That was real. And they looked down on people who clean. They looked down on the cleaners. They looked down on the people who clean as lowly people. No, those are the supreme people right there, the cleaners. Somebody who has the skill to clean filth, that's a skill, man. Everybody can't clean and clean effectively. You see, father, son, so I'm an effective cleaner in that sense. I took that from my father. I am an effective cleaner. Just as he was an effective cleaner. He did his job well. He did his job well over 20 years. And I'm going to do my job just as good, if not better cleaning the filth out of the minds of my people. You damn right I'm going to brainwash my people. You damn right. Be brief. Be brief, 682. Be brief. Got four minutes. Be brief. I didn't press the button. Okay. All right. All right. Let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. How do you remove filth from your mind? By thinking beyond that filth, seeing yourself in a higher place, thinking to yourself beyond that filthy state. You see, because that's what guided me and kept me on a, you know, kept me in that mind frame of continuing to go forward. Why I didn't get caught up in the cracks, get locked up in jail for the rest of my life. Cause like I told you, I was in the streets and whatnot. Why I survived that nonsense and whatnot, because I always thought higher of myself. Deep down, even when I was in the front about it, I thought higher of myself. What is filth? Filth is something that can't be removed. I removed a lot of filth from my brain being black, being so-called African-American, that's filth, and we all need to do the same. How is filth placed in your mind? Through programming, through continuous and constant programming. They keep telling you the same lies over and over and over again in history class and history documentaries on TV about who we are or who this is, and they lies they keep telling. Eventually, you're going to believe it. You're going to believe it. Niggas still believe there's such a character named Kunta Kente. Niggas still believe that. And they believe that this is Alex Haley's real family. Niggas still believe that. What I done told you is proof that this man plagiarized it and there is no Kunta Kente. That's a lie. And some white man, that was in some white man's book that he made up. What does it need to be removed? Reality. Reality removes stains from your mind. Reality does. When you bring reality to power, it's going to erase all falsehood and thus remove all the stains, all the filth out of your mind and your brain. What happens after the, after, the filth, after the filth is removed? What happens after the removal of the filth? Clarity. Clarity. Pure, raw clarity. That's when we start to receive our powers as well. When the filth is gone, that's when we start to receive our high mental capabilities, our higher power. That's when the filth is gone. 
not going to happen no other time. You see, no, no. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 7 for Mesoamerican Radio and 10 o'clock for um, Mental Like Radio. And also catch Sendera Mendez Natural Radio at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard. Good night.